0: It's the same word It's not the same thing. You do, Okay, you don't say Don Wells, you say Dawn Wells when you're talking about
1: to the RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> Recap Show for Season 9, Episode 4 titled, Good Morning Bitches! My name is Joe Batanz and I am joined, as always, by two copulating co-pilots. From the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say hello, hello, hello to Taylor Romaine Stamos. You do that on purpose. You get me all riled up and then you start the show. <laughs> you suck! God! Hello, Joe. So, hello. How are you? Now, I have you all scared now when I talk to you on this phone. You are just like, so like, oh, okay, Joe, hello, I'm nice to you. Uh, okay, we had <laughs> a, we,
0: okay, I will say this. It's a week before the wedding. Tensions are running high in the house. <laughs> and at one point, I, there was a discussion about me snapping and not being very nice and watching my tone. Uh huh. Cut to, and this was yesterday afternoon. Last night, I get on the phone with Joe. And at one point, I say to Joe, I'm trying to be nice. I'm not trying to snap at you, to which I hear roaring laughter coming from the other room. Yeah. Yeah. You're Snappy McGee. Because you were, were you used as an example where you were just like, I hear the way you talk to
1: Joe. You're mean to Joe sometimes on the phone. Thank I'm you. like, I am Thank not mean you. to Joe. Thank you, Babalu. Now I know who gained a wedding gift. By the way, <laughs> Rod- oh, well, let me give and bring Rodan in first. And from the podcast, Pod is my co-pilot. Please give a warm United Airlines welcome to <laughs> Rodan. Please don't beat me. Right. <laughs> I'm be- trying to be nice. <laughs> Are you talking to Taylor or Rodan? <laughs> you know, Rodan, uh, Taylor says to me today, he goes, no, the other day he goes, oh, we got a wedding gift from a listener. And I don't know if this listener wants it known that he bought Taylor a wedding gift. But I go, oh, wh- what did he get you? And he goes, um... A popsicle making kit and a, first of all, a recipe book, which I've never like. i I've never heard anyone call it a recipe book. Well, cookbook, but it's it's like a, yeah, a yeah. cookbook. book.
2: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but it only has recipes in it. You yeah. don't actually cook. Help he me a recipe, okay, but they're book? for popsicles. You don't cook popsicles. <laughs> oh
1: wait, the, the the recipe book is for the popsicles. Yes, but okay. I didn't even put that together. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> wait, okay. I'll, I'll, you know what, Taylor? I'll bring it down for you. Water. The end. No, <laughs> like that's. It's just gonna have water
0: popsicles. That's, that's the. That's called ice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all these really neat, like they're all just r- really cool popsicle, um, you know, with like jasmine or different like herbs and stuff in them, and I mean, yes, they're they're relatively oh, so they're bougie bougie popsicles. They're bougie popsicles. That's what they should have called this <laughs> cookbook: bougie <laughs> popsicles. <laughs> bougie popsicles is a great drag name. <laughs>
1: So then, get this. So then, uh, Rodan. I'm like, oh, you know what? This guy, you know, this poor listener. He just went out, bought something clever, and so I'm, I go like, oh, did he buy a gift for a 13 year old girl? And I'm thinking like, oh, we'll make fun of it together. And then Taylor like, oh no, this was on our registry. It was.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, but I explained to you why. Where on did the you theory. do
0: your registry at? <laughs> okay, it was on our aunt We had an aunt We have an Amazon registry. And Forever Seven. <laughs> Fuck you. and okay there is a place downtown that babaloo and i like to go when we go downtown it's it's a popsicle place and it's one of these like trendy popsicle places where they charge you three dollars but they have all these really cool different popsicles (laughs) and they were talking about
1: the fact that they (laughs) fuck you we were talking about the fact i want everyone to know again i want everyone to know again one time i was talking to taylor a long time ago and he goes if you ever come to to visit me he goes i'm gonna take you to this fancy schmancy gourmet place i never said fancy (laughs) schmancy they put blueberry jam on their burgers and i was like what the fuck is going on down there that's what fancy schmancy is to gourmet it was okay you know what because taylor's a bougie foodie Yeah.
0: Apparently. This week, the girls don their best Katie caricature <laughs> as they try their hands at morning show realness. Aja takes a hard look at her hard look in the mirror. Eureka goes bald to bald and Sasha with Sasha and Trinity while Charlie Hides reflects on the AIDS crisis. On the main stage, the girls showed their best sexy sleepwear, but in the end, Trinity and Charlie were placed in the bottom two. During the lip sync, Trinity tried her best while Charlie Hides hid on the side of the stage. In the end, RuPaul asked Charlie Hides to step aside and sashay away. Ladies, name
2: two things you like about the episode and one thing you didn't. Let's start with our guest co-host, Rodan. Uh, I enjoyed that there was no more Wendy Williams interstitials. Oh,
1: yeah, that. That was my favorite that. part. Mm-hmm. And it took
2: me about three quarters of the episode to realize there was no more Wendy Williams. Um, I love the hide the chocolate in the uh, stalk of the broccoli whole skit. That was amazing with uh, Shay and Sasha, who I always forget exists. <laughs> <laughs> and then the thing I didn't like was uh, Rue's runway look. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, we it, will definitely yeah. get
2: to a runway what looks a little bit later, but I would have to agree
0: with you that there, she's, there's something off this season. And I know that Matthew Anderson's left and, and all that kind of stuff, but yeah. between the makeup and the dress, it's, it's, it's not,
2: it hasn't been good so far. Gambit was screaming at the TV. Sorry.
0: Okay, well that that this is his equivalent. Well, he likes football and stuff though, but this is that's what makes yeah. Gambit the well-rounded man because he enjoys yeah. screaming at <laughs> LSU games as much as he enjoys screaming at drag Race.
1: Gambit yes. is Rodan's husband, by the way. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Joe, name two things you liked about this episode and one thing you didn't. You know what? I actually, and I have not liked Pheromone's looks, I thought Pheromone looked pretty good today. I mean, this week. You mm-hmm. know? I was liking Pheromone's looks. Good job, Pheromone. I love drama. And this episode was full of drama. And one thing I didn't like... Oh. I didn't like that this... You ever seen... You know, this Eureka Eureka oh, uh, O'Hara... Every, notice every episode, she makes sure that she is the last person. You know when they leave the stage at the MG goes, like, they dance, the show's over, mm-hmm. and then they leave? Yeah. She always makes sure she's the last one to leave, and she, like, waves. She's the last shot. Always. I did notice that this
0: week. I didn't mm. realize she's been doing
1: that. Everywhere. It's every week. And then she was sitting on a stool. Like, these other bitches have to stand there. Did you She's, see she was sitting on a stool during the lip sync? No, I didn't see that. Are you kidding? I didn't oh, notice that either. yes. Oh, yes. I read <laughs> it. I saw it. It was seen by me. And, yeah, it's there for you to look yeah, at. That is what, did, what about you, Taylor T. Latte Boy? Um, oh, I'm sorry, Romaine Stamos? <laughs>
0: uh, things that I liked about the episode was I... God, it wasn't necessarily one of my favorite episodes um, Oh really? Um, I, I, I would agree that the Shay And Sasha We both laughed a lot at that um, I thought I liked How well the one group did That they really didn't have any Like moments As compared to the other group Which we'll go into in, in detail um, And something I didn't like There were a lot of looks I did not like from this From this runway challenge a lot that I really, really didn't like. And I think you may be surprised the ones that I liked versus the ones I didn't like.
2: Were
1: you guys like me where I thought it was the 90, 90s? Yes. I was thinking, like, 90s
2: looks. Yes. Yes. And I was, it, took, it, it was on the second rewatch, and I had to, like, rewind it twice. I'm like, did they say 90s or 90s? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was – and I was like,
1: this is not 90s at all. <laughs> and then there was one part where, where like, Michelle says, like, this half – clearly didn't get it and this half didn't like neither one of these is 90s i don't get it (laughs) i was so confused i'm were people wearing that in the 90s taylor any thoughts on that
0: uh i i don't remember i i know that i i wore things in the 90s that i don't wear now and none of them were lace Or binding. I don't know. You had quite a bit from Fredericks of Hollywood. I, from well, what I that, remember. Was, that was when you were out tricking around to, after going to the bars. <laughs> I'd, hang out in the, I'd hang out in the house and be like, I'm a pretty little princess and run around the house that way.
1: The next day in the workroom, the girls are immediately visited by one of Mr. RuPaul Charles, who dropped by to deliver this week's Maxi Challenge.
3: Now, when most of you are just crawling home from being up in the club... Good Morning America and the Today Show are ruling the airwaves. Now it's your chance to join the cutthroat morning talk show war. You'll be co-hosting two rival morning shows. Hashtag morning
1: bitches. (laughs) The girls were split into two teams. Team Aja was good morning, bitches, while Team Trinity was not on today. During the live broadcast, Team Aja delivered a nearly flawless performance while Team Trinity floundered, to say the least. Now, you guys said you guys liked the broccoli thing, but Taylor, what were your thoughts on? Because I want to cut because this is more of a drama y episode. Mm -hmm. I just want to get the main stage challenge out of the way. What were your thoughts on the two performances? What did you like? What didn't you like? I, well, I, I thought
0: the broccoli thing was funny, even though that's been kind of done before with the drag queens, with the lesbian vibe and everything that's been done with different skits. I thought the way they both did it was really good. In particular, Shay Shay. if I had to choose between the two of them, Shay was definitely the one that I really enjoyed. It was amazing to me the difference in the amount of ease in which, the one group really worked compared to the other group. Mm. Like usually on this, where they usually have one team where they seem to be having a little bit of a problem, and the other team seems to be doing really well. And then when it comes to announce the winner, they have flipped it, and the team that was having all the challenges win. There was no way they were coming that that the other team uh, was coming back from this. Uh, Trinity's team. So so in that regards, it was that first part was fun to watch, and I think it made it that much more painful to watch the other the other side.
2: Rodan? Um, I although I loved Good Morning Bitches a lot, I loved the Do It Yourself segment. I thought they did definitely have uh, some weakness in the opening skit, that first segment with Alexis and uh, Oh yeah, and Farrah. Farrah Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there was a little bit of funny there, but not not a lot. It was just kind of blah. And I hated what Alexis was wearing. It just looked very smocky on her. The wig was so, horrible too. Yeah, yeah, that was not that was not okay. And then on the entertainment. Uh, Valentina and Aja were horrible, and I think all that got swept under the rug because of the do-it-yourself segment and the good interview segment.
1: You know, I'm I'm thinking about this because I wanted were, Va- were Valentina and Aja that horrible were they? Or if I the way it was edited? I don't know the way it was presented with the dumb music. Because I, I think they wanted you to have. I think it feels like Good Morning Bitches did such like a an okay yeah. solid job. That they were like, well, what's the worst thing we can point out? And they're playing the Aja Valentina storyline. I think they wanted it to go shitty. I wouldn't be surprised if they if uh, they told if the producers told Aja to pick Valentina, mm. you know, to be on the team. And then,
2: like, how did they get paired off too? Yeah, yeah. And they never showed that.
1: Yeah, and I kind of feel like that's kind of where that was going. But it just look, it wasn't the greatest thing in the world. But I, it probably wasn't. It was probably just like meh. Well, and I think you know. You know, I mean, I just watched this for the first time about two
0: hours ago, and I, as you guys are saying this, I forgot about the Aja and Valentina the awkwardness. I forgot about mm-hmm. the smock that Alexis was wearing. I did remember the wig though, and I'm wondering if it's because the not for to, not on today was so bad, right? It, you kind of forgot about, and they ended with the Shay and Sasha thing with the broccoli, so you couldn't not. You know, you ended definitely on a high note. You know, when you're on Top Chef, they always talk about the last part of a four course meal, the dessert. If the dessert falls flat, you forget, you know, the rest of the meal, whether it was good or not. You end to focus right. on that last thing. This would be something similar to that, especially with not on today, how badly that interview ended.
2: Yeah. I tell you what, Valentina's uh, entertainment look was horrible to me. I thought she looked like a beginner boy in a wig. I, I, I Definitely did not like that look. It looked very thrown together to me.
1: But you know, Aja looked horrible. That's the thing too, is like and we'll get to Aja in the runway looks, but I thought Aja looked actually really good in the runway looks, but I thought she looked awful uh yeah. during the good morning bitches. I yeah, know. that
2: outfit was not okay.
1: The makeup was rough, but I don't know what's going on with her. But then, you know, here's the other thing too, is I feel like Good Morning Bitches just overall went for, we're gonna go for an actual morning show. What would that really be like? Where I feel like you could tell there was a whole backstory with Not to, Not on Today, where like people didn't like each other. And, and I almost wonder if Charlie and Cynthia were going for the same thing, but it didn't work. But we'll get to that when we get to that. Um, any other thoughts on the two challenges? Do you agree with the, with everything? Do we all agree that you know Good Morning Bitches was better? And there's no, have we covered? Because we're going on to other things. Yeah, no, have we yeah. covered this? Okay, yes. This week, Charlie Hyde did not deliver her best performance during rehearsal with partner Cynthia Lee Fontaine. Charlie tried more to control than to cooperate.
4: You're going to want to see this. Okay, you're want, you're, you're going g- to want me to see this. You going? You are going. Trust me, you are going to want to see this. Trust me, you are going to want to see this. And just say want. Want. You're, go- you're going to want to see this. Okay. Trust yeah. me, you are going to want to see this. You're going to want, want to, see to see this. this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But with a big smile. I'm Cynthia Lee Martinez Valles de las Flores, Piuda de Arredondo, Fontaine. But we call her Maria. <laughs> Charlie. I, I would, I would, I would, I don't know if I'd laugh.
1: Uh, during the live broadcast, Charlie's self doubt and control issues came through in her performance.
4: You get one night with Justin Bieber totally naked, or one night with Justin Bieber's money. Uh, so I would ha- probably have sex with him, have a hidden camera, send the pictures to TMZ, and then keep the money. It's time for Who Done Wore It Better? Detox the drag queen or detox the pussycat? I'm looking at the uh, detox the pussy cat's hair, and it looks a little bit like Winifred from Hocus Pocus. Pocus. I think we're gonna err in favor of our fave one of our favorite drag queens, Bob. Uh, sorry, Thorgy Thor, Shantae, you, you stay. stay. And finally, well, that's about that's about all the time we have for right now.
1: Next. <laughs> Uh, this show always makes like a big deal when people can't read words. Uh, Meanwhile, yeah. RuPaul is the worst reader ever. Anyway, next, during a celebrity interview on Not On Today's Live Broadcast, Charlie's control issues not only ter- be- go. Wait, Hold on here. What does that say? Should we what play is- the
0: music behind you not being able to read the words? <laughs> I
1: know. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> All right, here we go. During a celebrity interview... <laughs> During the celebrity interview on not in today's live broadcast, Charlie's control issues turned the celebrity interview with Naya Rivera from Glee into cringe.
4: Now, I heard somewhere that when you were 19, you lied on your resume to get a job at Abercrombie & Fitch. I did. Did you fudge the truth at all to get onto Glee?
5: No, I had to actually, I had
6: to sing and act for that one.
4: I'm thinking that Trinity and Peppermint are not noticing that it's time to wrap it up
6: my
5: publishers and i we just kind of really loved it and thought it was clever
4: it's not my job i'm not the anchor but i'm just thinking joy behar what would she do i can't wait to read it thanks very much for joining us it's time to go to
1: commercial (laughs) the return of the shade right now (laughs) In the end, Charlie Hydes was forced to lip-sync against Trinity Taylor. Instead of lip-syncing for her life, Charlie appeared to be lip-syncing for her death as she stood and lip-synced in one spot, despite the pleas from her fellow contestants to give it her all. In the end, Charlie Hydes was asked to sashay away in only the second case of death by ruicide. Rodan, Charlie Hydes, what were your thoughts on this whole thing and...
2: I was very disappointed. Well, and I think she got a little bit of a... I don't know if that end of that interview with Naya was her fault. Because, you know, I think she set that up. And uh, I think there was probably a lot more awkwardness going on there right before it happened. But I was so disappointed that she was kind of giving up throughout the entire episode when I watched. I hadn't seen the Untucked episodes until after I watched this episode. Mm -hmm. And in the Untucked episodes, it was very clear that she was not as invested in doing this any longer. And I thought that was interesting that she pretty much had given up even before this episode began.
1: No, you can tell, even like episode, remember, ep- was it episode one of Intuck where she thought she was going home and then she was like, I'm gone, guys. Goodbye. She, so getting she rid was of the old bitch yeah. first. Yeah, they're giving so rid of the old bitch first. Taylor, you're a therapist. Were you seeing anything here? Uh, I, th-
0: therapist of the stars, Taylor the Latte Boy. Um, <laughs> I it was clear that she got it in her own head. Um, I think that she recognized that there was a good chance she was going home. And the whole excuse about not lip syncing, you know, drag queens in London, don't lip sync. We sing live songs. I I think that she thought because of her celebrity prior to being on the show that she was going to go a lot farther than she did, at the very least, without having to lip sync. So she made a comment on on Tucked that she would thought that you know she could be like Bianca who never had to lip sync through her entire season, and that I think if there's one thing that we've learned, it's that there's one Bianca Del Rio, and mm-hmm. that this thing was just it just it just wasn't what she thought it was going to be which seems to be a theme throughout the show i think that they all think that it's just where they they know what's going to happen before it actually happens and that's that's not the case and that should go home as far as her doing the whole well thanks for coming in we'll go to commercial she said it herself that's not her job that wasn't her job to do that at the very least it wasn't her job to do it in the way that she did you know we've had times on our show on pot as my co-pilot where one of us will get a look at the time and go hey you know what we've been on for a while we probably should wrap things up had she done it that way I don't think it would have had the effect that it had on the other contest- on the other contestants on her team
1: I wonder too if also she would have like <sighs> How do I say this? Just wrapped it up in a nice way, like actually wrapped it up like the one of the anchors would have. Would it mm-hmm. have been seen, seen as a save if she would have been like, "Well, that's all the time we have for today"? And not on today. I want to thank Naira Varef uh, being our guest today. And um, until then, but like if she would have done like a full on get out of there, would have that have saved it? Do you think? Possibly, yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: Another thing that I noticed this week, Rue didn't call it the maxi challenge. She oh just, she didn't?
2: No, she just went
0: mm-hmm. right into it and just started saying this week's challenge. There was no maxi challenge, she just said oh. challenge. So I'm wondering if they're getting rid of the mini challenges.
1: I know on the NPR interview they were getting ready for a mini challenge. Okay. okay. And then there are some famous mini challenges like the are they going to keep the libraries open? What about the puppets? Well,
0: okay, let me put it this way. I almost wonder if the mini challenge will will now be the exception instead of the
2: rule. Maybe. I don't know. You Only you know. I mean, they set up next week's uh, episode not to have a mini challenge because they already have two team leaders.
1: What's next week's episode? I didn't see the preview. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I didn't see the preview either, actually. Well, didn't you, Did do you do just say leaders? they have two team leaders? Well, no, but because they had two winners this week. They already have two team leaders kind of automatically oh. for next week.
0: Well, that's if they do some sort of team challenge.
2: Right. Uh, I
0: hope we don't get uh-huh. into that where it's team challenges every week. That's no fun. Season
1: seven. Mm-mm. Season seven was a lot of teen challenges. That's all I'm saying. So wait, but Taylor, I was really interested sort of on the like the therapy side of it. Do you, do you see a lot of older queens going through this? She also mentioned the whole AIDS crisis thing, which one of the things she said, I'm trying not to sound insensitive here. But um, she said, like, oh, when I was coming out, it was like AIDS was barely coming around, and I'm like, that was like the early '80s, and you're only 52.
0: Well, okay, you figure if she was, she's 50, she says she's 52, she could yeah. be slightly older than that. And I'm, I'm not trying yeah. to throw shade; she could be slightly older than that because half of them say they're 29 when they're clearly 36.
1: And or yeah. minge.
0: And so that would put her at about You figure it's been around The disease has really been around for about 35 years 36 years So that Mm -hmm. would put her at about 20 So If she's older If she's older But even then, if she's 17, 18 You know, it's it's
1: Yeah, that makes sense
0: You know, but it's not I I don't know I mean It's it's getting
1: fuzzy on that timeline Right, which a lot of them do that with that kind of stuff yeah. So you're asking about but, older older people, like long-term survivors. Yeah. Do they have a lot of this whole lot? But not even just survivors. But do they have a lot of this thing where they're like, "Oh, we're not good enough with the young people," and get that's good. just remind you, Sandra Bullock's like 52. Okay. Like, do you think Sandra Bullock is like, I'm going to die, you know, like,
2: 52 is not
1: that
0: old. No, well, I don't think it's that she was saying she was going to die. I think it was that she was talking about survivor's guilt. That's something that she talked about that we actually see a lot where I work, especially with people that have been living with the disease for 30 years. I have clients that I've worked with that were diagnosed back in the early 80s and, and they've watched... All of their friends, you know, the people that they, they started out with when they first were coming out, they, everybody's gone, everybody's died. And they have a feeling of what is it about me that I'm still here? Mm -hmm. especially people that don't necessarily take care of themselves as well as some other people do. You know, if Mm -hmm. anything, for some of my folks that I see that are in their fifties and sixties, they take excellent care of themselves through diet and exercise and, and talking to a counselor and, and, you know, they, they take care of all that. And that's why I shouldn't say that's why that helps to keep them as healthy as it, as they are. Um, And, but they, they talk about, you know, any, any small illness, can be the end of them. Any, sm- any small cold they get could, could snowball into pneumonia or some other opportunistic infection. So there is that constant fear, not necessarily fear of death, but just that fear of, is this the day that somebody, you know, accidentally infects me with something and it causes, it causes the, my demise? <laughs> you are such a dick.
2: <sighs>
1: ah to Let your whole body talk That's just –
0: that's how the show is. I No, I know. We talked about that last week and I was trying mm. to explain that to Babalu and he was just like, that's horrible. And I said, because we watched that scene and then we stopped – we paused it to get lunch. And I started <laughs> laughing and said this would be the part where they go, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Charlie Hyde seems a bit too frail to be 52.
0: Okay. Charlie Hyde's okay. At the end – and I also get that we were in those ridiculous high heels – but – when Charlie Hydes was walking out in the weird nighty, hunched <laughs> over with the blonde hair, he looked like Patsy Stone from AbFab. <laughs> I
2: Mad- thought he looked like Adel- uh, Madeline Ashton in uh, in that runway look. Madeline Ashton? Mad- yeah. Who, who are
1: these people that you're talking I know about the the uh, AbFab oh, part, but like... <laughs> Madeline Ashton from Death Becomes Her? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay.
0: Yeah. No. I. I can see that as well. But. But we. We. We are. We're in great shape for being, however old we are, 52 or whatever. But we are still definitely in our fifties, and you can tell that kind of by there was yeah. a little bit of the, you know, the, the the rolled shoulders and the we're trying to walk in the heels, but we're not. It, it just wasn't. The whole thing was just a big mess this week for Charlie. Poor Charlie. Yeah. And also, also. Yes. <laughs> She couldn't help herself because normally Rue says, I'm sorry, my dear, but you're up for elimination. And this week she went, sorry, Charlie, from the old (laughs) Tuna Chicken at Sea commercials. And I picked up on that and thought that was a dick thing to say to somebody
1: that's getting ready to lip sync for their life. Thank you. This week, Aja had a major story arc. Back in the workroom after Kamora's elimination, Aja continued to come for Valentina.
3: I just feel like I walked into here thinking like I was unstoppable, and now I I feel like, girl, I really need to reevaluate. Well, as long as we're being real, I don't think Valentina should have been top three. Shay, I can't. Bitch, I wore four items. I wore a panty, a chap, and a coat. Valentina came down the runway. I'm talking about you, bitch. In a leotard. I just don't understand the hype about Valentina. Listening to the judges' critiques, I felt ugly. To hear someone constantly get praised for just being pretty when I'm trying to compensate with everything else I have, it sucks. People always undermine my drag. Well, you know what, girl? I think that I'm amazing, that there's people who think I'm amazing. I deserve to be in this competition. I'm gonna win next challenge. mark my words for you, Miss Trinity.
1: Valentina and Aja paired up during the Maxi Challenge, but their performance didn't seem to go as poorly as the producers hoped and tried to portray. Instead, it seems like the chance together gave Aja... What? Who wrote this? <laughs> it seems like the opportunity to work together gave Aja a chance for self-reflection.
3: You know me, Alexis, you know what I'm capable of. Like, it's not my 100%. It's really hard when you're in a pressure cooker. But I don't feel like I'm under pressure. I feel maybe I'm overconfident. Aja, I'm not gonna lie, you're like
5: oftentimes negative. You're making a really
0: bad first impression
5: with me because I can hear you in the corners talking about me. Maybe some advice is that like, Don't focus on me, don't focus on other girls. Focus in on you.
3: I just feel like I've been such a disappointment while I've been here. And I took it out in all the wrong ways. All we can do moving forward is be kinder to each other, you know? Yeah, I agree. I really genuinely like Valentina. I'm just really frustrated because I really want this so bad. I feel like I'm fucking up. You're a really good person. I'm really sorry. I accept your apology, babe. Just let
5: me finish doing my makeup. This is more important.
1: <laughs> okay, so Taylor, I'm very, very curious. I want to hear your thoughts when you were watching this. Did, did anything ring out for you? A couple of things. Uh, one... Definite thing. I think we saw between
0: this and also when she talked, when Aja talked on Untucked, that the the lashing out at Valentina after the last challenge is clearly she's she's self critical at this point, and she has been told her whole life that she is not attractive, that she's not she is not what is the perceived ideal of being attractive is, and then you've got somebody who, according to her, even though there is other talents there, is being talked about about her looks. So it makes sense that she would go after somebody like that so without really necessarily thinking about it. She We talked a little bit about slipping last week as far as, you mm-hmm. know, in the beginning you're very self-aware that the cameras are on and then you kind of forget that the cameras are on. That was Aja's moment where she realized that and I think this gave her the opportunity to reflect and also recognize that, you know, it's not – what she does, there is – talent in that and there is worth in that it just doesn't have to be what everybody thinks is the ideal does that make sense yeah
1: that makes sense to me okay rodan what did you think
2: i i uh has has been one of my least favorite queens this season oh interesting but i uh i liked her little this weird little storyline that she had this week where she i think to taylor's point she was slipping and being you know unfortunately angry with Valentina for no good reason. And I um, I appreciate that. I just do not excuse the fact that just because she thinks she's ugly doesn't give her an excuse to do clown makeup either, right? I mean, so as a performer, I just don't appreciate her look at all. And it's not, you know, I, I, I feel like her headspace is pushing her to do that. And I don't... I, I, Something just doesn't seem right. And I don't know if she's going to be able to make it through this entire show. I think her skin is going to get thinner and thinner as it goes on.
0: I I th- wonder, though, if the, the clown makeup, the the really harsh makeup, she, Aja strikes me as somebody, at least on the outside, that is very fuck you to people that that get in her way and have said things to her. And I wonder, she mentioned on Untucked Untuck, that when she has done the uh tried to do the fairer makeup like pheromone wears and stuff like that that she's told well that doesn't work for you so i'm almost wondering if the extreme like charcoal forgets across the eyes ridiculous style that she has is very much a oh you don't think i can pull off drag fuck you this is what i'm gonna do so that's where I, i wonder if that's the response in some way subconscious or otherwise as to why she wears her makeup the way she does Granted, I agree yeah. with you. She looks ridiculous, and she's not one of my favorites as a performer or as an illusionist, but that may be part of it. I'd like to address something else, too, um, Joe, but I want to give you a chance to talk about this. I have something to say about Valentina, but I want to make sure you get a oh, chance, okay.
1: too. Well, the only thing I was going to say is that I don't – the only thing I was going to say is – and no one can say this. <laughs> no one can turn to Shay and say, Shay, you have shitty skin. How do you do it? <laughs> because Shay's skin is just as bad, if not worse, than Aja's, but she pulls it off. Yeah. What do you think that is? Why do you think that is? I don't know. But, th- but once again, Aja's makeup was really good this week on the runway. Aja's makeup was
2: better. On the runway. Time. On
1: the runway. On when the When you watch
2: that Untucked episode, that looks messy up close really bad. Really oh, fast. does it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: does it? I got to rewatch Untucked then. What were you <laughs> going to say, Taylor? You wanted to say, uh, okay. you to i that?
0: recent i watched a video i think on tumblr this week unlike the usual videos i watch on tumblr um <laughs> and this one was the moment the moment that you knew the winner of this season's drag race and it was they went back for every season and like the moment the one moment it was bianca del rio's where she goes i'll kill you if you tell anybody this but if you tell anybody i'm being nice but if you know you i'll let you borrow a cincher that i have or a, you know a with a corset um, and And different other looks that other queens have had, this was a moment the Valentina moment where rather than lashing out, she was compassionate towards somebody that was that could have turned into another jinx and Roxy thing with the bullying, and she turned around and she 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 turned she turned it on Aja and Aja responded to it, and I think people are going to love Valentina even more for that than they already do because she seems to have this huge fan base, and it just kind of confirms. This arc that we seem to think that she's on to where she will go to top three if not win the entire thing
1: well so here's so i'm a huge valentina fan i get the sense that rodan is not but i'm a huge valentina fan right and i read some disturbing news on reddit about i don't know why i believe this team more than anything but about her eventual elimination they don't know when they don't say when right but that when Valentina gets eliminated, how it happens. And it seems so in the realm of possibility that I believe it. Okay. And it makes me sad. Do you want to share what you read it, or do you want to just... Okay, so it? I'm going to share, but I'm going to give everyone who's listening a spoiler warning. This is, no, by the way, unconfirmed. Okay. This is just a rumor on Reddit. Okay, remember, the rumors also said that Charlie Hyde was going to leave due to an injury. So that didn't happen. Well, his self-esteem got hurt, so that's why. He- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Maybe he really hurt his leg. That's why he just stood in one spot. But so the rumor is that there's a club kid challenge and that they have to sing. This, so it's so, so weirdly specific in that have, they have this to lip sync to and that Valentina's in the bottom two and that they have to the lip sync to Greedy by Ariana Grande. Okay. And I guess in this challenge, Valentina was wearing a mask. And so... Now it's time to lip sync, and she can't lip sync with a mask, and she wants to lip sync with a mask, but Rue says no, she has to take the mask off. And thinking she wouldn't have to, have to take the mask off, Valentina's not wearing makeup underneath. Oh. And so she lip syncs, essentially, as a boy, and then gets eliminated. Okay. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. I, I Yeah. I, I could see
1: that happening, but who knows? We'll see. We're going to find out. But um, yeah, but the but the Valentina, it, like there was something, the Valentina part was interesting so I'm glad you addressed it in that she had a way of being, making herself vulnerable but still assertive. Yeah. Like it was like you hurt my feelings but it's not like I'm like, oh, you hurt my feelings. It was like this is what you did and this is how I feel and how are you going to address it?
0: Which is very mature for somebody in their 20s because we've seen a lot of, Queens yeah. on that show in their 20s that scream and yell and tell people to go back to Party City where they belong and and all the other stuff. So it was it was it was a it was a nice from a from a clinical standpoint it was <laughs> a healthy it was a healthy interaction something that you don't necessarily always see
2: on that show. Well, I feel been... like she's been trained. So you guys mentioned one of the early early episodes that she was you know potentially you know kind of picked and trained. And to be on uh, Drag Race, I can't remember who you said did that, but... I want to address this when you say this. Okay, but it feels... So after hearing that and watching her in this week's episode, I felt like very much like there was pinpointed moments where it felt like that could be the case. And she comes across as not being completely genuine, And being more rehearsed in those moments, like when a fight's about to happen, take the up, take the high road. When you know it feels like she was given a you know choose your own adventure script and which paths to take when these things come up.
0: Well, and if that's the case, that's fine. But that could also just be that's how I we handle life situations. You know, right? I mean, I, I I I mean not to not to open old wounds, but you know, last summer a a phrase that everybody heard is when they go low, we go high. And that mm-hmm. could be something that she has that or a thought like that. That could be something how she was raised. We all many right. times interact with people the way that we were raised and the way that we, we are constantly witnessing what we think is appropriate behavior by the, by our parents and family, that kind of stuff. Who knows? That may have been a situation where that's sort of how she does things. You know, we haven't really seen her yet, at least, fight with anybody. Even when last week when Valentina went after her on Untalked. She just kind of she she got a look on her face. She was clearly pissed, but she said, "I'm not going to respond to that. I'm not going to respond to that today." So, yeah. I, you know, who knows? I mean, and that but that could have been grooming by it was I think Raja Raven and Delta Work were the ones that yeah. we said on the previous episode. But Joe, you said you had something you wanted to follow up on that. I
1: wanna well, I don't have a follow up. So here here's the story with that is I was browsing Reddit one day, the subreddit, and it came up in a comment on a thread. I didn't even think I should have thought of saving it. You know, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's interesting when I saw it, and then just moved on with my life. And then I said it on this show. It's the only show that I've listened to that I've heard anyone mention this. Okay, I can't find the original Reddit thread. And now this speaks to the popularity of our show, but I've seen it come up on AfterBuzz TV. Someone asked them, and there was some other show uh, where it was addressed. I can't remember where I saw it. I was like, oh, fuck. Now, like... This is a totally unsubstantiated rumor, and so I don't know. It was something that I saw on Reddit, and uh, I've never heard another show mention it. I've heard other shows say someone on another show said it, but I've never heard... We, I, I think it's us, basically. I was, so, yeah. so you think
0: it's a self-confirmed We're creating rumor. alternate facts now? Yeah, I, I, think, I, yeah, <laughs> we're officially I think I should start a fake making shit source. up. Awesome.
1: Yeah, I should start making just shit up, you know, to see how it gets out. But yeah, I've never heard any other show say that. And it's something that I saw on Reddit. And I was like, what if I dreamed I saw it on Reddit? And What if I really didn't? <laughs> and then I just spread this rumor. Even the Raja and Raven should take credit for it. Um, you know, I was happy to see this, and I think we're seeing the definite narrative arc for Aja, but I still get worried that Valentina's getting such a fucking hero edit. And, um, one of the things, though, you know, one of the things I hold on to, if she survives, is somebody said that she'll, she may not be eliminated, but she'll have a huge fall. And then she sort of resurrects herself from that fall. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah. I'm hoping at least
2: that's the case. I'm I think she's great. Now, Rodan, why don't you like her? Uh, mostly just because she seems like she has zero personality, and she just seems overly rehearsed. But you know that's the case with some of these guys. This or some of these queens. This uh, this season is that uh, like Pheromone and Sasha just kind of fall into, and even Alexis fall into the background so easily that they just all kind of seem very blah to me, even four episodes in.
1: You know, that's one of the things that's fascinating. Your, your your answer is totally valid, but I see a lot of people online, or I hear about a lot of people, in fact, some drag queens. I know Detox and Delta Work being, not Delta Work, Detox. Uh, maybe it's Delta Work. I can't remember who it is. Detox and somebody being one of them, where they're coming after her because they feel she's fake. Like, that she's lying, that A, she has been doing this more than 10 months, B, uh, there's a whole weird conspiracy theory that she doesn't really have an accent, that she's faking it, okay? And let's say both are true, okay? Let's say both are true. Who, Who the fuck, she still fucking brings it. Does that make sense? Now, yours, Rodan, makes sense. But I'm talking about the one that's, the, that's whether she's been doing it for 10 months or whether she's been doing it for 10 years. She's still bringing it. Like, that's not – I don't see how that affects it. Like, who cares if she's only been doing it – if she's been doing it longer than 10 months? Who cares if she's not really from L.A.? Who cares if she has an accent or doesn't have an accident? I don't see why that's a big fucking deal. Uh, Taylor, do you have a thought on this? I think you would feel differently if you didn't like her. Yeah. You think so Cause, you know yes, something because I try
0: you, you, you think you think she's cute as a boy. You she hasn't done a misstep yet for you. Mm-hmm. I think if it Hold
2: was Hold on I... for a
1: second. I'll actually agree I'll actually agree with Aja that she shouldn't have been in the top 3 last week. Yeah. Okay, but she
0: was. I mean, and it, it ultimately it uh, you're right. It's a TV show. Who who really cares? But people get fiercely As we're seeing right now, I don't know if you're aware of everything that's going on with Bob the Drag Queen, that all these people are defending Aja because Bob the Drag Queen made a joke about her skin. You know, people
1: Uh, Oh was it Oh, was it Bob who said it? I know it was originally attributed to Kim. I don't know. The the Naomi Smalls joke? I don't know. All I know is that I was looking
0: at our I was looking at our Twitter feed today and there's a bunch of Bob was responding to a bunch of people and pretty much. It could be Bob. Yeah, and he was saying, then then unfollow me. If you don't think, you know, it was a joke, unfollow me.
1: Yeah, so. that makes more sense. Because what happened was, when I checked in, so for people don't know, there was a show. I think, And I think it's actually like a roasting show, right? Like a queen roasting roast, show or something? The Haters Roast, yeah. The Haters Roast. And a couple of nights ago, a fan went to the show and said that here are the queens who were there, and this is what they said. And one of them was a, a joke from Kim Chi saying... Was about Naomi? Like, she does look at Naomi Smalls if Naomi Smalls was burned or something like that? It's, it's something that's... It's making fun of Aja's skin, that she fact that she had like some burn scar, and that the Naomi Smalls comparisons. I can't remember what the exact joke is. But they attributed it to Kim Chi. Mm-hmm. So then Kim Chi went on Twitter and said, I didn't make that joke. That, that's, that, that was the last I checked in. So now, the, so we're, now we're learning that Bob was, was the one Bob. that made the joke. Yeah. yeah, okay. That makes more sense because kimchi doesn't really say shit like that. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds awfully harsh but, for kimchi. But that's the thing, and you know, we're going to get to that... Ac- you know what? Actually, let's go to the next... Let's actually go to the next part, because I think this bleeds into the next part, and we'll stop... Well, actually, it, there's not a part to stop, but we'll stop there, okay? Okay. So, every show needs a villain, and Eureka! We found one. <laughs> First, let's start with Eureka's Elimination Day argument with Sasha Valour. Can
5: I tell you guys about one of the disorders that I have that I'm struggling with? Eating.
2: Don't joke about that. Eureka... It's, it's really inappropriate Sunshine, to joke that. okay, about
6: I realize, that. but why push it straight to negativity? I don't think she's pushing it straight to negativity. I think that she's trying to keep the levels respectful by trying to make me look like a bad person.
2: I have nothing against you, but I have a long history with eating disorders. You don't there know how i have at me, but but so many, many times in my eating. life. Why are you talking over me, girl? Because I'm upset. Can I tell you how many times people have looked at me and been like, oh my God, you're anorexic. It's really hurtful. I never
6: come at any of you all with a nasty tone, so regardless I really didn't of that, uh, let me nasty. finish please, but you had a nasty tone, and that's what upset me about it.
2: Well, God, I'm coming over here because if it came off as an attack, I do truly apologize, I would never want that. I, well, am I just apologize trying... that
6: you were offended by what I said. I was, I mean, you obviously were I offended at of what like I said, an apology. Right? <laughs> what do you was want it? from me, girl? Do you want me to get down on my knees and beg you to forgive me?
2: Girl, please
1: okay so the reason i wanted to play this clip and then we'll we'll get to you uh taylor is i actually think they're both idiots here i'll tell you why (laughs) because i think the problem that I, i i eureka's really extra and annoying in this clip but i just think she responded incorrectly because you're a fucking drag queen you know the joke eureka made wasn't that big of a fucking deal and if it's it, the 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 attack is that that Sasha is just a, a sensitive little snowflake and get the fuck over it. You've been called worse. Meanwhile, Eureka's a big fat giant fat pig. Like I think she's earned the right. What's wrong, Taylor? Taylor's covering his eyes.
6: <laughs> uh, okay, Taylor.
1: Taylor, you know, sitting right there, that Eureka's bonch smells like oh
0: God. Oh, god. Smells like
1: what? Finish, finish your thought. Smells like what? Rotting gefilte fish. <laughs> you know it. You know it smells horrible. It smells horrible. So, but and you know, Eureka's been called names for the uh, eating disorders on the opposite end, and. Sasha's being so stupid and sensitive. It was a. It was like such a. Du- in other words, Sasha made it into a thing. I think, and if anything, it was like a grown joke because the joke's even too obvious too. Which we do find out later that Aja said on Instagram that it was an eating disorder, and then she took it off Instagram. But, uh, but that way, well, who's who has an eating disorder? That's so what Valentina was trying to confess that she has some sort of eating disorder. Okay, but okay. Okay, finish your okay. thought, and then, so then multiple so then, thoughts
0: about this okay. particular segment.
1: That was, I think Eureka responded in the incorrect way. Sasha then makes her argument, and if it were me, I'm, gonna, I'm literally going to speak as Joe Batanz. If it were me and Sasha reacted that way, I would what I would have legitimately done, because I never make a joke to hurt someone's feelings, even though I just called Eureka a big fat pig, <laughs> um, I would say, you know what, I am so sorry, I didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings, making a dumb joke. And we're drag queens, you know. So Eureka is wrong there, but I do think Sasha's being a little sensitive and a little bit social justice warrior there. I okay. A couple of things. One, the
0: statement that started this whole thing is kind of a gross statement. Can I tell you all guys about the disorder I have? So it's one of these where we're kind of. (laughs) Can I have a mirror moment, please? Because the only thing I've gotten to do so far is hold my candle. Like that. That Mm -hmm. is just a gross statement right there. Because at this point, we've already talked about. You know, the AIDS crisis, and we've talked about ageism and survivor's guilt and all that kind of stuff. But the reaction – I get the reaction as far as somebody who – whatever the joke is, if you say, don't do not do that, that's, that's not cool. I think that had it ended with Eureka going, all right, sorry, something like that. But Eureka immediately went to defensive, immediately went to this place of – where I'm the bully, I'm making a bully joke. And you're I right. Say, I say bully. And immediately when I'm getting called on it, rather than apologize, I'm going to, I'm going to puff myself up. You're right. I agree that with that. I think you're know, yeah, responsible retarded. So retarded. Th- <laughs> <laughs> so I think that it's oh, Sasha. And, th- and then it just kind of where it just got ridiculous between the two of them. But I think that had it stopped at that point – it could have been curbed. Of it, it could have been yes. curbed a lot easier. Eureka did something that I hate when people do, and it is so fucking passive aggressive. And that is a well. I'm really sorry if you're offended by what I said. Which is when Sasha said that doesn't sound like an apology. It's not an apology. Right. It's Wait, pretty much w- a polite way of saying, well, I'm really sorry that you're a fucking
2: idiot, but.
1: Uh, okay. I want to get back to this, but I want to hear Rodan's thoughts first. And then want to come back to this. Cause I actually do have a legitimate question about this, but Rodan.
2: Okay. I, I agree with you guys. I think Sasha, uh, should not have jumped in the way she did. Um, and she was trying to take over that moment by, you know, then saying she had an eating disorder and everything else. Yeah. So she was trying to like take that moment, take it over. And, uh, I thought it was good that she apologized. Like, genuinely apologized, even if that was kind of a half-assed genuine apology. But then for Eureka to give that bullshit answer back just, you know, killed it for me. It was just kind of like sealed her edit for me kind of in general. So that she's not she's purposely becoming the villain and she's enjoying it now. That's how I took that moment.
1: I I, I don't think she's an idiot. I think she's just like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, how are you not knowing what to – I mean, this is like – to me, it was like such a, a fire that was so easy to put out. It yeah. wasn't it, – and it, yeah. it went there. But Taylor, I have a real question for you then because it's something I've been struggling with. So, gosh, it's been a couple of months now. But a couple of months ago, I made a joke, an innocent joke, uh, that I didn't realize – my my cousin got – Crazy offended by this joke and didn't talk to me for two weeks and said something horrible like really nasty back at me and I didn't realize the joke I made there were things going on in his relationship that I wasn't aware of does that make okay. sense yes so it was like an innocent it had to do with his boyfriend going to a certain club all the time okay okay and I made a joke I'm like oh look I'm at this club and your boyfriend's here you know ha 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 you know and then I didn't realize there's a whole issue that I didn't know about okay he got really mad. In this case, because I didn't do anything wrong, I didn't do anything with malicious intent. I didn't, I, I, I just made a joke that any other time would have been innocent. I really do think that is the, I am sorry you got offended. Because I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not going to apologize because the joke I made was innocent and an amazing joke, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> And so what do you do? What do you do in that case when it's like that person's being. There's a different. Okay. There's a difference between being sorry
0: for offending somebody and be it, it's it's the genuineness of the apology. You know, if, if you said something that offended somebody and that was not your intention, that's a little, you know, I'm really sorry. I had no idea of knowing I'm it was not my intention to upset you. I'm okay. sorry. You're offended is passive aggressive, and in the tone in which you say there was no, she was not genuine in how she said that. Mm. That's clear. She was not. Ge- I mean, short of just doing the whole like me 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 me. You know, th- it's it's <laughs> copyright trail of the latte boy. Um, <laughs> there, there was. She was pissed off. She did not want to be seen as vulnerable by apologizing in that moment, and that's why she responded the way she did. You know, I have had situations where I have said things that have been offensive to our guest co-host in the past, <laughs> and he has said things to me. And when we have apologized to each other, and I think you'll back me up on this, I, don't th- I think if you or I were be- not genuine, one would call the other on it oh yeah yeah if i yeah. if i apologize and i think there have been times i have apologized to you and not meant it and you've called me on it <laughs> you know it, it happens it, it's it's just there has to be when one is apologizing to somebody there has to be a genuine emotion behind it genuine sorrow and being sorry for something and in this situation with eureka and sasha eureka was not being genuine in my opinion she was not being genuine right. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: You're
4: such a dick.
1: During the practice session for Team Trinity, Eureka and Trinity have their first confrontation.
5: Okay, so let, so first of all, as team captain, I don't want anybody to talk over each other. So raise your hand and let the person that's talking finish what they're saying.
6: Towards each other, this is me holding my myself. hand up and following the rules that we set in place. If you're going to set the rules, follow the rules.
1: Later during the main stage critiques, RuPaul asked the queens who should go home. Eureka had one person in mind.
6: I would say Trinity. I feel like the ending wrap-up might have been a little more controlled if we worked as a group. And I also felt like she was focused on herself and not really so much of everyone else.
5: I call shade. I take responsibility for the things that I did wrong. And if that's the reason why I should go home, then I understand, but don't tell me that I didn't do my job as a leader because I did.
6: And I included everybody, including you, Eureka. Well, I was asked my honest opinion, and that's my honest opinion, and I stand beside it.
1: Backstage during Untucked, Eureka and Trinity continued the argument from the main stage.
5: I'm not upset that you picked me at all. I, under, I can. Well, sweetly, you retaliated like you if were pretty would let set. me finish, I take responsibility for the things that I did wrong in our segment. But what I don't agree with and what I think you're very shady about- It's not shady if it's true. You said that I was not a good leader. I was a good leader. Yes, we ran out of time and we did not get to do it all together, but that wasn't just my fault.
6: We were working as a team. That is why you're shady. Am I shady? You you? are shady. Because I feel like you wanna immediately go to shady versus stepping up and accepting responsibility. You're making it about something else that is not. When we sat down, I felt like it was, well, me and Peppermint are the anchors. They're gonna do this because they wanna do that. Nina. Eureka, y'all are no, doing DIY. I said, no, this I'm, not is I'm not done.
5: I'm not done. You're done because I'm going to tell you why you're done.
6: I explained exactly why
5: I picked you for that role, and Cuckoo for her role, C. and C. Peppermint for her role. And I if anybody picked, had an I objection, picked. they could have objected and we could have talked it out. So don't stand on the stage and say, I didn't do my job because I did. When did now, you if come you over and check on what we were doing? you want to say that I should take responsibility and I should be in the bottom because I'm the leader, I can do that. But don't say I didn't do my job. I felt like
6: I wasn't included. You when peppermint you always think about your you're own. not
5: included you think i don't know i
6: know you you don't know me baby i didn't get a chance to explain my reasoning for saying what i said so i'm going to now if she doesn't want to listen she doesn't have to i'm gonna go okay you guys enjoy you thank guys you. enjoy thank you did you not feel
2: rodan Honestly, I kind of take Trinity's side on this whole thing. I, I appreciated the way she came back at Eureka and then didn't give her any more chance to say anything because it feels more and more like whenever Eureka gets the mic, she's just going to attack, attack, attack. And so I, I appreciated Trinity through that whole situation, through uh, apologizing to Naya to the whole end of that. So I'm, I'm Team Trinity in this argument
1: taylor tea latte boy
2: uh, we have a saying at
0: casa huffington <laughs> when i go over to <laughs> taffy's house when talking with various people that you can't be the victim and the bully choose one and eureka is wanting to play both sides she's wanting to have her cake and eat it too joke the la- the fight on untucked could you play the first part of that the first two times eureka talks could you replay that is that possible
5: I'm not upset that you picked me at all. I under... I can retaliate well, you retaliated like you were pretty upset. you let me finish... I take responsibility for the things that I did wrong in our segment. But what I don't agree with and what I think you're very shady about... It's not shady if it's true. You said that I was not a good leader. I was a good leader. Yes, we ran out of time and we did not get to do it all together. But that wasn't just my fault. We were working as a team.
6: That is why you're shady. Am I shady? You are shady. Because I feel like you want to immediately...
0: Okay. I, I the, The... the we're, we're going to be really, really sad and we're not going to understand why nobody – why we – you know, no, nobody paid attention to us or anything. But then we're going to make a statement like it's not shady if it's true. That's where we're, we're stating a fact where we can't see beyond what we believe. And through that entire argument, every time Trinity was trying to defend herself – and I would agree with Rodan As much as I'm not necessarily a Trinity Taylor fan, yeah. I – don't look surprised. I agree with you sometimes. Um, (laughs) this was a situation where I think that she did handle it well as a leader where she took responsibility and she also did something that was very different in that she, tried to have some sort of structure because we have seen these team challenges a million times before and it always turns into well what does everybody want to do and somebody says well i want that role and then you've got somebody who's going well i want that role too and then it creates drama so trinity kind of decided i'm going to delegate i'm going to say you do this you do this you do this and I'll take responsibility if it doesn't work the way it's supposed to work. And Eureka doesn't like that for whatever reason. But doing the whole, like, you know, I have my hand up and I'm trying to follow the rules like ever. Okay, but then we're going to yell about it later. No, be the victim or be the bully. Stop Stop trying to play both sides. Thank you.
1: Don't you think when she raised her hand, though, she was being passive aggressive? Yes. Like she- oh, yeah.
0: Yes, that was clearly passive aggressive.
1: Thank
2: you. Because she, she didn't wait for anybody else to finish before she was talking, right? So she raised her hand and then said, I'm following the rules <laughs> while everyone else was talking.
1: <laughs> so, but here's my question, though, and I always go back to this, which is, but this is, what, okay, I have a lot to say here. The first two episodes, people have claimed have been, are boring, right? They have been complaining that these episodes are boring and that... uh But I think it's because, you know, if you think about it, they take two to three days to film each episode. Mm -hmm. So now it's been about a week that they've been together. Yeah. And now I think about a week is what you can, is the length you can take of being on your best behavior. And then all of a sudden now you're super comfortable in front of the cameras. It's a high pressure situation, by the way. I always try to explain to people. You get very little sleep. You're isolated. They don't. They don't get to talk to each other outside of being in the workroom. And you're now in this. They're feeling the heat and the pressure of the reality show situation. So their real selves are starting to come out. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the the it, it, the facades they came into the workroom with are now starting to dissolve. And now we're starting to see these people for who they really are in good ways. And in bad ways. I think Aja, we got to we started to see that crack in the scene. But then, but the but the beautiful thing is, we got to see how she is more mature and that she is recovering. You know, like my, my we hope, all have those moments.
0: Yeah, my hope with Aja is that that was a really fast arc, and we're not going to see that be a roller yep. coaster. It would be nice to not have to where she recognizes that early on and uses that to become a stronger c- competitor. Because okay. a lot of people, that would just be that would be their downfall for the next couple of episodes they are on before they eventually go home.
1: But I think Eureka was, you know, came in like I'm just a down home southern fat girl who's just <laughs> oh shucks, I'm just going to make my tater salad with be- the miracle whip and you know who knows when and you you know what uh, you guys are from the south. Did you guys watch this S Town and listen to no. this S Town that podcast no. S Town? I've heard about it, but I don't but know. it takes place in Alabama and. My friend, sweet Michael, calls me and he goes, um, "Oh, he was listening." He goes like, "And they used a word I haven't heard for." Because now he lives in D.C. Since I've been in the South, called "bocoodle." Do you know this word? bokoodle like a lot of something like instead of like a bocu. I don't know. And I was like, like she's the kind of person I'm like a bokoodle. I don't know how to use bokoodle. Okay, and so we'll get emails telling me how to use bocoodle. Mm-hmm. But she was trying to be like, I just came from the Grand Ole Opry. Okay, you've heard this California. You've heard the extent of this Californians talk of this out. Are you okay. having a stroke right now? I'm having, I'm having a I'm having a stroke right now. The point I'm trying to make is we're seeing the real evil Eureka come out. She's starting to come out now because the pressure is gained to her. She's not yeah. eating her ding dongs and her ho hos. She's not has has no access to them, and now she's going. The real person's coming out. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think she's going to be like an Aja where Aja goes. Oh snap! And I'm going to be big enough to apologize. I don't. I think this is going to be who Eureka is. Well, Thank you. We will see. Every like you said,
0: every season needs a villain, and there aren't necessarily any other clear cut contenders
2: if Aja turns around like she seemed to this episode. I, I think going back and watching those untucked episodes now, uh, Eureka was like that in untucked episode one. Yeah. Right. So I. Yes. So she was. You know, and you they know those untucked episodes are going to air. So why in the world would she you know i think she's embracing i don't think she, her true self is coming out i think she was embracing that uh, right from the beginning they just didn't show her doing that in the confessionals quite as quickly
0: well another example of this would be the the would you please shut up for a second from the episode with with charlie a couple with the white thing the white the white thing the white party <laughs> looks right where you know where where we're going to talk over everybody until somebody calls us on it like with Sasha, and then she's going to go, well, that was real intense. I don't appreciate you talking. to—fuck off. If you're going to be a bully, be a bully. Right. Thank
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, do you guys have any—do <laughs> you have any final thoughts on this episode on just on the, the bulk of this episode you know the i want to jump in here first actually one of the things i'll say i think you guys said the opposite of me i actually think this was I'm like finally a real ruPaul's drag race episode so the other ones have sort of felt like uh and this one felt like a real genuine episode yes it was rushed yes they don't have the time frame that they had with logo because of the quick the last minute nature of it but um, I thought it felt like a real Drag Race epi- episode for the first time. And I also want to give props to Untucked. Someone pointed out on Reddit that Untucked has been the actual show that's delivering all the epic n- uh, nonsense. You know, season one with the can I get a moment, you know, the shut up. Mm-hmm. Step, episode two with, uh, oh, uh, you know, Valentina, <laughs> you know, that one. And then this one with the Eureka and Trinity fight. Yeah. Untucked's been sort of
0: bringing it. Untucked the last couple of seasons, since they switched over to the new format, is so much better. And it, it's – anybody that's not watching Untucked immediately after watching the episode mm-hmm. is definitely missing out. If for no other reason, lots of close-ups so you can see all the flaws <laughs> and the makeup. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, also, how about the hot guy that work on the crew?
0: I know, right? With, their little, with their little hipster fedora doing the oh. doing the – and now with the clap.
2: No, that well, not that gone. one. The one who always summons them back in to yes. go to the main yes. stage. The other
0: guy used it was cuter
1: though. Why have there been no pit crew guys this time? That's a yeah. big
2: controversy too.
1: That's a big. There's a lot of things missing this season, and, and been I a wonder big how much of
2: this has changed in the last six weeks since they announced it was going to move from Logo to VH1. Because even the Vegas commercials, right? They're straight-ish versus the gayer Logo uh, Vegas commercials that would air during uh, on Logo. So I wonder just how much of the show has been reconstructed based on that move.
1: I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but literally the—I'm not even being funny. Like the night before they announced the move to VH1, I was at a bar talking to a guy who worked in worked for Viacom in ad, ad sales, right? Mm-hmm. And we talked about Drag Race. And you know, for people who don't know, Viacom owns VH1 and Logo and MTV and all those properties. And he was—he had told me, I, I thought I had all this tea, and then the next day it was spoiled. But he had told me like, there was a big battle going on between VH1 and Logo for the show. That's why the show was delayed. The show was delayed because of this battle over the show. And he, but he was giving me the whole ins and outs for how advertising on RuPaul's Drag Race worked. Like, he would literally give me, this is exactly how advertising works for any Viacom show, but specifically RuPaul's Drag Race. So now going back with this announcement and seeing what we're seeing, it'd be very interesting to ask those questions about, like, yeah, now it's not boy batter. It's now, like, they're seeing, like, Arby's commercials, which you never, you would never see that shit before. Remember, it would be the worst commercials.
2: The worst commercials. Well, there's only been one nasty pig commercial on VH1 since, uh since they took over and that was on the premiere and i think they pre-bought that i'm assuming
1: yeah that must, that must have been a commitment they had and and then yeah. also the wendy williams thing she's gone they got rid of her and you know it was a last minute thing because did you see i saw this on mine they had a wendy williams teaser how she would be back next week but it was an old teaser it wasn't even like yeah. the current one. Oh, they fucking got rid of that bitch too sorry uh taylor I don't
0: know. Oh, I was going to say with advertisers. You mean Chuck.travel don't have commercials on Drag Race
3: anymore?
1: <laughs> no. And in fact, you know what? Ham- this hamburger Mary's better relish this now because VH1, next week you're, you're going to see it's going to be like AT&T and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. They'll just post an AT&T logo yeah. over By Hamburger way, Mary's face.
0: How do yeah. you <laughs> win-, win a year's supply of Hamburger Mary's hamburgers? How is that possible?
1: Here's the other thing, too. is These queens perform there. They probably already have a lifetime supply of hamburger-married hamburgers. <laughs> right. You know, it's not like they're... <laughs> That's like, Taylor, you want a year's supply of doing a podcast with Joe Batance. <laughs> oh, God, we're doing this for another year? <laughs> I know, this Taylor, actually. In fact, you know what? That actually transitioned into my next thing. Okay. Oh, God, this is going to be super uncomfortable. But let me tell you something. Joe's going to ask you to take off your pants. <laughs> that that is very uncomfortable. Actually, it, let me tell you what. Even more uncomfortable, me taking off my pants.
2: That is so uncomfortable I for thought everyone. You Tying your shoes was more uncomfortable. You know, I assume you know, I assume you have production for when that happens when you start taking off your pants.
1: Oh yeah, it's well. What I do is it's it's very it's like a it's like a Rube Goldberg machine. Like basically somebody just, somebody just I just. It's a whole process. Like a, a, a chicken hits an egg, and it's a whole thing. Anyway. Bowling ball rolls. A Bowling ball rolls. And onto, then they... a, onto
0: a bolt that gets really hot and then runs down a little thing. It's a, hits a, hits a string that has a balloon go up in the air. Yeah. And in the end, my pants
1: are on. <laughs> it's every morning. Oh. It's a whole thing. So anyway, um, guys. So this show... It's such a pain in the ass to put up We like it, we we do it as a labor of love That's why we do the show So we have a weird thing Not weird actually, it's not weird at all The show actually costs money To produce, what we're asking you to do Is we're asking you, now calm down <laughs> Calm down Here's what we're asking for One Fucking dollar Okay For a whole show For No actually no, we, we had to change it One dollar per month, okay. One dollar per month. That's what we're asking for. The show here's, but don't even get don't even, we're not on for a year. You know how many we're at the most, we're on three months. We're on three months, so we're asking for three dollars to cover the cost of essentially keeping the lights on for this show. We have a Patreon page, it's at www. I just said www, Mm -hmm. didn't I? It's -hmm. at slash drag race is no sh- <laughs> at patreon.com slash drag race recap. He- and we have levels. Taylor and I negotiated these rewards. I wanted to give you more. Taylor was like, I don't know. Taylor just wanted to give someone like one saltine cracker and that was it. And that was for f- $40 a month. But I wanted to give you guys the world, but I, Taylor wouldn't let me. The point is, look, look, here's the deal. If you guys just gave a dollar a month, if I- that's not, and I'm, I'm not even being funny, if everybody gave one dollar a month. I don't think we'd ever have asked for money again, to be honest <laughs> with you. But if you could give one dollar a month, one for for the course of the show, not for the whole year, for the course of the show, cover everything. Plus, actually, if you covered one dollar a month for the course of the show, everybody, we could get in like drag queens. We could the show would get so much better if you just did that. But we've added rewards. If you do. $5 a month, and I have no idea why anyone would want this. These are all suggestions from Patreon. $5 a month, Taylor and I will record a voicemail greeting for you. Okay? Ooh, I know, that's ah, super, super exciting. I know. Oh. For $10 a month, and in a strange way, I don't want people to sign up for this. <laughs> For $10 a month, Taylor and I will do a monthly live show that we're not recording, we're never releasing, and only the $10 a month patrons and above will have access to this monthly live stream show. Okay. Ooh, oh, huh? ah. For $15 a month, now this one is interesting. You Taylor and I will do a personalized episode where you determine the topics, you ask us questions, and we will record an entire episode and send it to you. You have your own episode of Drag Race recap talking about whatever. But Taylor, what if they make us watch like a movie or something? Would you be down? I'd be down. If they were like we want you to watch like Death becomes her. Like we I, just I would watch that. No problem. We could get Rodan in on that one, and we could oh, yeah. talk about it. My friend, you know, my friend Michael is in Death Becomes Her. Now, you know, he's like fifty-two now as well. He's ancient, but he's in Death Becomes Her. Does he just stand in one place when he lip syncs too? Close. He's the one. He's one of the guys who. Can't, he's like one of like the buff guys that who has like the buff Isabella pe- Rossellini. Yes. Okay. He's one of those guys. Nice. Anyway, he's fifty-two now, though. Okay, he's gross. Anyway, no, he's not. He's actually very. He's actually a very. He's actually. He's actually extremely. <laughs> he's actually extremely handsome. But I just want to say because he's fifty-two, and gross. Anyway, um, next at twenty dollars a month. Twenty dollars a month. Now remember, this is not twenty dollars a month forever. This is for the course of the show. You get a private Skype phone call. With me and Taylor. Rodan, we don't want to tell you. Rodan's paying $20 a month. (laughs) That's how he got on here. Is this Rodan paying $20 a month? You get a private... You you ever want to talk to me and Taylor? You see, Rodan, how fun is
2: it talking to (laughs) It is hilarious. You should definitely do this. Taylor actually pays me for this privilege. Is it worth $20 a month to talk to me and Taylor on Skype? It's fantastic. Oh, Oh,
1: my God. That would be just... the. I would look forward to that call the whole day. <laughs> and then for $30 a month... This is actually... I like this one here. $30 a month, you get a private show where you are the guest co-host. So that means you come on, the three of us do a show about whatever you want this show to be about, and we record it and we give it to you. You have a, a your own... If you, you know what? You may want to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Episode 4, Good Morning, Bitches. And then you would have your own personal episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap where you are one of the co-hosts and you talk with me and Taylor and we play clips and you deal with me having to be, deal with my sound. It's it Oh my god, it is a blast to do that. So go to are Patreon. Are you guys naked
2: for this private show? Is that what this is going to be? Yeah, it's well, I just realized it was a
0: private show. My first thought is where, <laughs> where we've got somebody like Jamar84 going, now play with your
1: nipples real, real slow. <laughs> Taylor, how much would it cost for you to play with your nipples
2: real, real slow?
0: (laughs) I don't know what's worse. Did you ask me that or I had to think about it for a second?
2: (laughs) $50. That's how much it'll take Taylor to play with his nipples.
1: You know what? This is not on here. But (laughs) for $40 a month, Taylor and I will go on Skype and we'll play Never Have I Ever with Uh, you. Okay. I'm just making right. that up. There's not even, that option's not even on there, Taylor. I know, but I, you could be adding something later that I don't know about. Yeah, I sure can. <laughs> just wait till I do that. Just wait until I start offering, like, for $75 a month, you have to stay in Taylor's house <laughs> and watch him fight <laughs> with his husband.
2: <laughs> How much did you pay to do that, Rodan? Uh, that's more uncomfortable than it is fun. And he's I've, he's done it for free in the past. I've done it for free. Where he's just sat on the couch
0: trying to watch Big Bang Theory DVDs <laughs> while I'm standing behind the couch screaming at my partner.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I, if you would have told me three weeks ago, Taylor, the Latte Boy, now that I've been talking to him more, ugh, I'm really not this mean. Maybe I have a thing against Latinos. Oh, that was one of the things I want to talk about in the show. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. Is there is a sort of like Latino phobia on this show? Thank you. I didn't on want to get too this into show it. or on RuPaul's drag on this race? episode. On oh, okay. <laughs> this episode, in that like the way Charlie was talking to Cynthia, you know, uh, yeah. and then this whole like like because you have to think about like some of the backlash against Valentina. I think this is not on the show, but like the fans, I think comes as a thing against Mexicans. Like I don't understand. Not everybody,
2: like Rodan. We know he's racist, but everybody else, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have to listen to Pod as my co-pilot to find that out, but yes. Oh,
1: wait, Rodan, I'm going to tell you something on the air. This guy's going to be so—the guy who sent Taylor the Popsicle stick maker?
0: Okay, uh, okay I, can I state for the record, I am thrilled to get this gift that Joe keeps making fun of, so I just want to—
1: No, I up. no, 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 I've never denied that. I, at first, thought you, that the person made it up. It's like if I sent you a box of firecrackers. Right, you yeah. know, but like then, I, then I found out Taylor had this on his reg- Taylor. What other bullshit do you have on your registry?
2: Uh, I really feel like I should have looked now.
0: <laughs> at this point, I don't know, how, well, There's not a lot. There's a couple of like I'm trying to think what else is on there that we haven't gotten. Is there like a Parcheesi set or
1: like uh, there's
0: Nintendo Switch games? I know that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know okay. what's on there. There's not a lot left. There's only a couple things left.
1: Where were you registered? Toys R Us or something? Where else? Amazon. We're, we're registered oh. on Amazon. You so anyway, up. but but Rodan, let me tell you something. This guy, I know him. He is the biggest Rodan fan. Oh. And he lives, doesn't he live in the same general area as Rodan, Taylor? He lives in the same state, yes. I, I could have sworn he lives maybe maybe in the same city. Maybe on the same block. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Gambit. Okay. It's Gambit. It. Yeah, yeah, Gambit, Gambit, yeah. Yeah. Gambit. Gambit bought Gambit. him a Popsicle set. Yeah, Gambit's not buying a Popsicle set. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I just, oh my God, I can't believe Rodan lives in the same area that I do. And I'm like, you yeah, know, well, it's, it's a real thrill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so guys, like I said, all these extra things, to be honest with you, like if you do it, we will satisfy the pledge. But we'll be happy with the dollar, I'll be honest with you. Like, the, the ones that we don't have to do anything for. Them. <laughs> We're just trying to keep the lights on. So you get this show. Guys, think about it. You get two shows a week for free. We're asking for $1 a month. $1. One stupid dollar a month for two months, three months. That's 2 or $3 for all this amazing content you're getting. So go to patreon.com slash race recap, please. Uh, at least do that dollar pledge well that concludes part one of the ruPaul's drag race recap show part two will be in your feed on tuesday please leave us a review on itunes it really does help people find our show follow us on twitter at drag race recap and on facebook at facebook.com slash drag race recap email us at our new email address drag race recap at gmail.com and visit our web page at drag race recap.com where you can find all of our old episode Finally, visit our pa- our credits are getting longer and longer. They are getting visit longer. our Patreon <laughs> Finally, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash drag race recap and donate one fucking dollar <laughs> per month to help keep the lights on at the show. So for Taylor Romaine Stamos, Rodan the Latte Boy, and myself. Sashay away until next week. Want to know what Taylor the Latte Boy is up to at all times? He has his own podcast called Pod Is My Copilot, available on iTunes and at PodismyCopilot.com. You can follow him on Twitter at taylor and also on Instagram at taylor I have another podcast called Catching Up. It's available on iTunes and at CUPodcast.com. You can also catch me recapping RuPaul's Drag Race on one-on-one with Larry Flick on SiriusXM Radio every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Entertainment Weekly Radio Channel 105. Need to see what I'm eating? Follow me on Twitter at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E-B-M Boy E-T-A-N-C-E, and on Instagram at Joe Batance.